Good morning. It is Saturday, October the 7th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Well, it's Saturday, and you know what that means. It's time for another Holy Spirit story. And we've got a good one for you today. It's called How God Uses the Building Materials of Our Lives to Build into Others. Our text on Saturday is always Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Hear now the word of the Lord. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today's Holy Spirit story comes from a long-time and very dear friend of mine, Brian McCarthy. The story reveals the down-to-earth, mysterious practicality of how God works in our lives and personal histories and experiences and relationships. It is also a great story of how the Holy Spirit gives everyday assignments through internal impressions and promptings. I hope it will encourage you to recognize those promptings and to respond to them. Below, you can read the story in Brian's own words, and if you listen, of course, which you are, you'll hear it in his own voice. In 2012, I was attending a men's fellowship meeting in the Woodlands, Texas. Our guest speaker that evening was an Army veteran, and he was talking to us about the PTSD Foundation that's post-traumatic stress disorder. He shared about an interim housing facility called Camp Hope, where they provide healing to veterans and their families suffering from the effects of combat-related PTSD. He shared that the construction was underway in Houston, that they needed volunteers of any skill level to help out. I initially shrugged it off because I had many other things to do to fill my Saturdays. In the two weeks that followed, the Holy Spirit kept reminding me about Camp Hope. I soon realized it wouldn't be an option, so early that Saturday morning, I drove out to the construction site not knowing what to expect. There were several new single-story buildings and a single pickup truck parked in front. As I'd exited in my truck with what tools I had, I saw a man heading in my direction. After a brief introduction, I noticed he seemed a bit anxious and uneasy. He shared with me that he didn't know how he was going to accomplish the day's project. He had no experience in what was to be done, limited materials, And he had around 20-plus laborers showing up, and he's pretty sure that none of them spoke English. As I walked through the building, he shared with me that he needed to install acoustical ceilings in 20-plus rooms throughout the buildings, and he didn't even know where to start. At that moment, I knew for certain that God had orchestrated my Saturday, and you'll soon see why. Rewind 30-plus years. After graduating from high school, I served a four-year apprenticeship in the Carpenters Union and graduated eventually graduated as a journeyman carpenter. The next several years of my life were spent in the designing and installation of acoustical ceilings in some of the fanciest buildings in the city where I worked. A career change followed shortly afterwards. 
We were both in awe as I shared my background with him, and it seemed to lift the weight of the world off his shoulders. That's what God does. As I looked over the big building materials, a thousand plus linear feet of two foot, four foot, and 12 foot pieces, I became a bit concerned. I was certain we were considerably short of the supplies we needed, but the Holy Spirit just said, keep going. When the laborers showed up, 20 plus in all, only one spoke English. Ugh, I thought, but the Holy Spirit said, just keep going. As I started construction on the first ceiling, the English speaker watched and translated to the others what I was doing. We had to get creative with what material we had, but by the end of the day, we had every ceiling completed and one single two-foot piece of ceiling material left over. Not only did we finish the job that day, but plenty plus laborers learned a new craft. Amazing. But that is what God does. The Prayer Abba Father, thank you for this story of a Holy Spirit assignment and for Brian's sensitivity to hear it and respond accordingly. Thank you for the mysteriously intricate ways you weave all of our lives together with one another and to the end of blessing others. No experience, indeed nothing at all in our lives, is wasted when in your hands. Increase my confidence to trust you with simple obedience, knowing how you can work out the most complex plans according to your purposes through my willing participation. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, does this story prompt similar remembrances in your own life of how the Holy Spirit reached back into your long-forgotten experiences and pulled them forward for new applications? Are you becoming attuned to such promptings of the Spirit in your life? For our hymn today, we're going to sing our Saturday song, Sanctuary. You probably know the words by now. It's Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. We'll sing it through a couple of times. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. And Lord, prepare me. To be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Amen. Well, friends, it's Saturday. 
and uh, hope you're having a good one so far. Maybe there's a slower pace for your day, but it's not a day off from sowing. It's not a day off from sowing for a great awakening. Every seed counts. Every soul matters that you encounter. And you don't know what part you're playing. You don't really know what seed you're even sowing. You're you're being responsive to the Holy Spirit. You know, get in that habit of just taking a deep breath and become a conscious. You know, we're always breathing. We're not always conscious of our breathing, of our breath. But becoming conscious of our breath can actually lead us into a deeper awareness of the the one who is breathing his spirit into our lives, into our own spirits. And just take a deep breath as you're coming up into a situation. And in that breath, it's as though you're inviting the Lord to bring you into attunement with His sense of the situation, of the people, of the persons. And you can just slip into, like, witness, just like that. You shall be my witness. You shall be my witness. You can slip into that awareness and into that attunement. And maybe, I don't know, maybe you'll get some sense of an impression or a prompting. Some, But maybe it's just, just go with it. Just trust me in this encounter. And uh, let it go. Don't overthink it. Don't, over, don't over-spiritualize it, right? Just be in the moment, be present to God and present to the person or the people right in front of you. This is how God works. It's always right now. And you may be surprised at how it unfolds. Oftentimes it is surprising. And you know what? You're not responsible for the outcome. Just the obedience, the simple obedience of being present to the presence of God in the present moment with the present people. (laughs) That's a lot of present. This is not rocket science. It's mysterious, but it's not complicated. And at the heart of it is love which is that bearing of God towards all people, love. That's what he wants to release and to activate in you is love. His bearing, the bearing of Jesus toward all people. I mean, that's what, that's what being a living sanctuary for you is all about. All right, gang, there's your pep talk, and it's time to hit the fields. So gather your seed. I'll see you on the field.
For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.